Hello, and welcome to part two of our two-part episode. Just a reminder that next week we will have an outtakes episode. We will have a new episode to release on April 28th. So in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of this episode. We're back after our break. Scott had to leave. And still, what, five of us here yet? We now move on to our next segment, wherein we take a look into my briefs. <laughs> and we have some good news tonight in this segment. Back in Tennessee. Ooh. I think we had talked about how Tennessee had passed the first law in the country banning drag shows in public property and places where children could possibly see it. Well, a group, a theatric, a drag theatrical group called Friends of George's filed a lawsuit against the law in federal court, and the Tennessee judge had issued a temporary restraining order. I have to stop you. Yes. Go back to their name. Friends of George's. Is it like George's? Is George's a re- what is George's a reference to? I do not know. I could not find out. I am making it in my head. Okay. From La Casa Fault. Okay. Maybe it is. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you look that up, Stephen, while we're here discussing this? At Finally, any- we're going to see the, the benefit of an intern. <laughs> To stay online and in real time, like... But anyway, on Friday, the judge extended the restraining order until May 26th, and he set the case down for trial on May 22nd. The judge is a Trump appointee, believe it or not. He ha- but he, uh, he explained that the state had not provided a clear answer to the law's purpose considering current state obscenity laws, and the court finds that the plaintiff has made a likely case for subjecting the statute to strict scrutiny here. Remember, we discussed that in a previous uh, segment about uh, the law. I don't remember. Of course you don't. <laughs> but he noted I'm that not the re- sure I know what you're talking about now, to be perfectly honest. Okay. But he noted that the restrictions placed on the theater were not trifling issues for a theater company. Certainly not in the free civil society we hold our country to be. So, I'm saying... So, yeah, I'm looking this, at Friends of George, George's website, and it is a theatrical company. Okay. And uh, what my, my question is the reference to George's. Is there a specific uh, reference? Does George's reference anybody? It doesn't Like, you would know say... the Friends of Wild would be an Oscar Wilde tribute thing. You know oh, there I mean? it is. Um, Friends of George's, which was originally founded in 2010 to produce a reunion for a historic Memphis drag bar known as George's Disco. Got it. Let's finish then. The original Judge's Disco opened in 1969 on Madison Street in Midtown Memphis. It went through various incarnations before finally closing its doors in the late 1980s. That's what I'm saying. All right, sorry. Well, more power to them. Yep. Good for the judges. And good for the judge. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Good for the judge. You know, that's what I was going to say was... No matter where, who appointed him, and it happens a lot, More I than, think, yeah. 
is that we don't when, give credit. when they get in, when they see what the law said, when they get, like, not that they don't see it or know going in, but when they, I asked you this before, does being a judge change? I think it does. It should. And why? It should change your perspective. How does, how, you know, is it because that now that you really have to, having to apply it and you have people to, just as smart as you who are arguing it with you. Because you're no longer defending the law. You're you no longer you're no longer advocating for one side or another. You're now adjudicating or resolving yes. the conflict. That's what I'm saying. And how much does that seemingly change their political opinion? If it's not ever really a political opinion, but just going in, he knew that... Uh, I don't think it has any effect on their politicking, as we can see with the Supreme Court justices yeah. that we have. Yeah, but Supreme Court justices don't have to be judges to begin with. They don't even have to fucking be lawyers. No. I'm just saying, it's, it seems interesting. I, I notice it, uh, of course, when it happens in, my, in, in to suit my narrative... <laughs> Uh, that that eventually these guys, these Trump guys, get in and then they read the law and they have to apply the law and that's not the opinion we thought you were going to have and are you abandoning us? And no, I'm just doing, you know. I, I think it goes more to just because you're a conservative doesn't mean you're bad. Not all conservatives are bad. They just have a different... A different view of how things should be done. Mainly financial and, and some social, right? But when it comes down... The law is the law, right? right. This and, is what, and if they plus, where's he going to take his wife on a if, Saturday afternoon and if they or Sunday afternoon? To that. You can't go to a a, a straight brunch. That's boring. <laughs> You want to go to a drag brunch. Well, that wasn't where I thought you were going. Bitches, drag brunches are the bitch. I've never been to a drag brunch. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't well, really do brunch. Sunday, you. You're in drag I'm not brunch. that type of person. I'm a brunch. <laughs> I like that. Picture you with a wig on. That's Why can't you have brunch <laughs> at, like, 7 p.m.? <laughs> That's more like yeah. That's supper. Dinner. I thought supper comes first and then dinner's later. All right. Oh, I just read something so, that so reference. Supper is, <laughs> supper is usually, you know, the early birds at 30 and then dinner is after 7 or 8. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, back onto our Looking topic. Next topic. <laughs> In Michigan, today, Governor Gretchen Whitner repealed a near-century-old abortion ban. Where are we? In Please. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. There was a 1931 abortion law that made it a four-year felony to assist in an abortion. Under Roe v. Wade, the law was declared null and void until that was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court in the Dobbs case. Dobbs! And of course, Michigan had already enshrined the abortion, right, abortion rights in the state's constitution, but they still had its lo this law on its books. So that law was repealed today by the governor. So good for Michigan. Good. Yeah. good for Michigan. Right? Okay. We now move on to our next segment. The Week in Fascism! You know, we're like... Okay, you can cut. I was waiting until he was finished. <laughs> So, the week in fascism. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Lots of good news this week. In case you haven't heard, our former U.S. president and leading fascist in the country, Donald Trump, was indicted this week. Indicted, oh. and it feels so good. That's all the parodies. They're all there. I haven't yeah. seen it. They're all funny. I just, I watched it. Just Randy to is, watch him get I'm led sorry. into the court. This is Randy Rainbow's crowning achievement yes. <laughs> right here. I was depressed. I, I don't feel 
it's not that I felt sorry for him. I feel sorry that my country's gotten to this point that this has happened. I, I thought feel, it was about time I, that it I, happened I, in this I, country. I, 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 I thought it was about time he got it. It should have happened 50 years earlier if Ford, if Ford hadn't pardoned Nixon. Yeah. That's why Ford lost his election, because people were pissed that he pardoned Nixon, because they wanted Nixon go to jail for what he for what he had done. I couldn't... It Wasn't he like he couldn't walk 10 steps without tripping? Who? Gerald Ford. Yeah, he was a yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was clumsy. Right. Yes. People don't like clumsy in their leaders. But I thought it was... Because look, guys, you see it all over in other countries, other de democratic countries around the world. <laughs> they indict their current leaders. They indict their former leaders. And they they it is nothing new. their leaders... Accountable. But it's new for us. Yeah, that's okay. It's well, you know us. what? It's okay. it we need to grow up. Because yeah, no, I always thought that we were the the were the beacon for no. The democracy. No, no, no. So we were. I thought. I yeah. think between the Vietnam War, and Watergate, that's been exposed. We were in our own minds. Yeah. And that's why half the world hates Americans. I don't. I I I do not disagree that he deserves this indictment. Yeah. But I don't celebrate the what it's making the country look like, and I don't see whatever the outcome of this. It's not going to do anything to contribute to our healing. Well, okay, but it is fantastic for both of the reasons that you mentioned. I think it proves uh, what laws and agreeing to follow the laws and plan. Do do the. It's a moment of do the laws apply to everybody or do they not? And do we treat each other the same or do we not? Mm -hmm. And it's facing that moment. And it wins by the indictment. That's never been done before. That indictment was insane. I mean, it just, and then the, the, the fever. The, well, no, but the fever caused between the announcement of the uh, uh, indictment and what was in the indictment. That heat that created the anticipation of that. I, I, I don't know. It I, needed to be done. Other people on his staff were in jail for the same fucking things mm -hmm. that he made them do. Yeah, his so vice president or whatever, his attorney for doing this in the first place. Scarborough, who is the, the local NBC person here that I, I grew up with, him, right? Channel 4. He made a comment that he was there. He remembered Trump when he was the young real estate mogul and, you know, and, and coming up and stuff. So he always, he always had a swagger, right? When he was running for president, even through the impeachment problems, right? He kept his swagger. Leading up to that day, Tuesday, he had swagger. He goes, when he walked into that courthouse... He had there no was no swagger. You can see in that photograph. He said he thinks that that was the first time that he believed that he realized the gravity of the trouble he was in. Yeah. yeah. You know, th this is happening to me. And that's what happens when your, da your daddy bails you out on a constant basis. Yeah, I guess. But well, no, it's beyond that. It's it's a it's a a feeling of entitlement that doesn't is mo probably it's a disgusting display of entitlement, and he makes it disgusting. With him, it's particularly disgusting. His display of yeah. uh, how he's willing to not answer for himself, to not say you know to. We had one president answer for a blowjob. The yeah. least we could do is have a president answer for when he breaks the law. I don't, to, to say the least, we, I, well, that's know. true. Getting head is not against the law. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Even if he came down the front of the <laughs> 
you think but it's against what should be against the law is her keeping that fucking dress like nasty Uh, you're just nasty willingly believing in a fantasy that's not real I have plenty of but it's real to him and it's not and it shouldn't be and should it be and that's what we're looking at right now is him being indicted so I'm not sad for the country I'm happy for the system that levels it out. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like trivializing the charges that were brought against him. So doesn't I matter. I don't think we understand them. You know. Well, we don't know all of them we, yet. Be, but we don't understand them because we hear that we, we we heard what they read, what they read out, right? But you hear the other side coming in. But this is not. That's not against the law. Doing that is not against the law. Well, that's the thing. I after I heard this argument. I found a report where Alvin Bragg's office is prosecuting currently 11 people on same or similar charges. So should we just throw out those charges against them too and let Trump walk free? Or do we hold everyone accountable to the law? Are they related to the Trump? No. It's no. not illegal to pay somebody off to keep their mouth shut. But what's what's? But it is illegal to, to falsify your business to records. Your and, records that's and that's what they're getting them. And that's what they're getting them. Is that what makes it federal? Yes. No, this isn't. No, no, this is a New York state crime. This is a state crime. But yeah. they're they're federal. I thought they were federal. No, these are New York penalty. state. Uh, oh, okay. No, if you're right about I'm the confused. federal. And it's it when it's, it's, I think, when it becomes involved in the election. Okay. Then right. it becomes federal. But this is not the United States Department of Justice. This is... This is the New York State Attorney General's office. Why? Or, in this case, the New York County Attorney. Uh, you know, DA. But it's up to the DOJ to decide to press charges... And that's still this, it's his discretion. Then it's federal. It's his discretion. But the didn't the DOJ drop it? I'm not sure what the I, DOJ. I'm not sure with what it. the fucking DOJ. Because right now we know that there's the special counsel now on the probe into one six. I don't even know. His I don't name. know if that's a great thing or a terrible yeah. thing. <laughs> he's keeping it low key. That's exactly what he's doing. Uh, keep, but it's, it's almost too low key. He's sticking too forever. fucking long. How I know. much information was he handed? Do you know what I'm saying? They start from here. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like they want to like have enough evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt before they even go to trial. I don't think that's uncommon. But, but considering how long, even after even after, hypothetically, even after they arrest him on the federal charges, it'll probably be another year or two before he even goes to trial on it. Did you hear when his next court appearance is? December! Yeah. Sweetheart, my husband is is still in (laughs) depositions with shit that went on, what, 2017? Um, that's not. Uh, I, uh, that was a I understand the, the, the wheels turn slowly. I get that, but to you know, ten months out, and, what is co- it? and COVID just Eight pushed out? shit out even further. This is not a COVID issue, Stephen. <laughs> so, was there you anything else happening in elections, Patrick? Well, in, well, this week anyway, there was some good news in Wisconsin. It's one of the few states that elects their Supreme Court justices. Did that happen tonight? That happened uh, this yes. week. I think it was on Tuesday. It happened, and a I guess the liberal or Democratic candidate won the election to the Supreme Court, which is now going to change the balance after 15 years of a conservative majority in Wisconsin. So that's a great thing, I think. It is. You know? Wisconsin. Yeah, well, I hope I have an answer. Sheila got a question! About uh, hours, not even hours after the election was was called, right? The Republican side, the, the GOP was talking about impeaching her. And I keep think asking, what'd she do that's impeachable? You know, I tried 
Googling and, and going back to different articles, I cannot find. Well, what, it's the what same thing when they, when they talk about impeaching. It it's the same thing when they talk about impeaching Biden. On what charge? On what charge? For what? He, uh, that thing with his son. That has nothing to do with that him. That has nothing to do with him. So we say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can't find, they haven't said any reason for her to be impeached. They say impeachment no. first, and then they go digging. They That's their the, process. You know, people, people say the guy who's fucking my side needs to be taken out. They brought up one example that she, during, during her um, the campaign, and she had a debate, where it was brought up that during COVID, there was a case in front of her, a 25-year-old was being charged for um, statutory rape of a, of a, a 15-year-old, okay. right? And because of COVID, she let him go. And I'm going, there's got to be more to it. There's got to be more to there's it. There's got to be yeah, more to it. Yeah, I'm sure there that. is. COVID is not a reason to make that And how old was the defendant? Huh? How old was the defendant? Fifteen. That's the thing. When it comes to the like defendant, not the not the uh, twenty five. That's the one thing about law cases in the news. All you see is the headlines yeah. and the general decision. You, no one looks at the fine print of the decision, except geeky lawyers like me. You know. Yeah. So what that moves us on to is the marketing people who have to get the information to me headline size. Yep. Go. I know. You could do it. People could do it. People do it. Yes? Well, anyway, also this week, there was an election in Chicago for the mayor, and the Democratic candidate won that election as well. And the Republican candidate was a sore loser who gave this sore loser speech. Did he? Oh, my, yeah. yeah, It went viral. Yeah. What a sore loser. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not good. Not a good impression. Accusations. That's the thing. It's the you gotta source what you say. If you're gonna say something like that, you gotta source it. Says who? See, you're saying that he's a like a why? You're seeing it. You a gotta lot have more that. You gotta have after. the receipts uh, before you make a ruckus. Well, 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 That's just like kindergarten. The one time I got a warning from Facebook, all I did was copy something. Mm. I shared something that I had read. And in my post, was suspended. I, I gave my references. Because I did check it. I, I fact-checked it. And they, they put me on warning. They thought it could be fake news. But I just gave you... The key phrase there is, it could be fake news. Anything that it could, could, could... And this is Trump and the Republicans' fault. If there's any reasonable doubt, no, it, it's going to be taken off. He put something up that was copied from another Facebook. publication. Yeah, Facebook. and he was suspended for six days. Well, yeah. that's what mine was. You, but that's the, what you got but the publication for? didn't. Yeah, the publication. The publication didn't. didn't get any ramifications. Nope. Because you're talking about private companies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They pay money because they pay that. It has nothing to do. There's no federal. And, but there's no uh, government in charge of what they do, what they decide to do, who they decide to do. With yeah. They're under no obligation to explain themselves. They can take down whatever they fucking want. I think we need to take more of the money that they earn. And put it in my the bank end. Or we <laughs> just stay off their product for a week. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's, who the fuck is going to do that? Uh, I, can, I can do that. Oh, shut up, John Steele. <laughs> what? What? <sighs> I could give it up. Normal human being. Do you know how much time I have now in my life? Because I don't have Facebook. Anyway, we're now going to move on to our next segment. We're watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you. This is time for We Like to Watch. I figure let's ask our guest first. Anything new that you've watched this week? Ted Lasso's back. 
Up Ted, Ted Lasso. I know. I, I you, everyone says what a great love funny it. show it is. I just have never gotten into it at all. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love cool. It. Surprises me that I like it. So Where do you find it? It's on um uh, a- uh Apple. Apple. Apple okay. T. Ah, oh, that's why we don't have Apple. Is it Apple T? But I gave you the first season. I know. We haven't watched it. <laughs> Is it like, busy. Is it Apple TV produced? Like, uh, mm-hmm. is it is mm-hmm. their it's platform? It's an original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an original. But bar the bar the um, I have the first season from them and give it a look. A gander. I'll stream it. Okay, I like it. It's different, and I don't usually go for comedies, right? You know, it, and his character starts out being so stupid, but within the first before the first episode was done, I was hooked. I wanted to see more. And I binged the whole season in three days. I can, I can, I can give Ted Lasso a try. I'll give that a shot. How long are the episodes? Um, forty-five minutes. But it goes quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, forty-five minutes is is the different characters. This this season is starting out a little slow, but it's 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 Ted Lasso that makes you okay. The character himself, mm-hmm. and that that feeling could be like either sex and love sort of hotness, or like squeezing a newborn baby until your head pops off. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was or just more excitement like and warmth. Puppies and kittens. Puppies and kittens. I know. Like, puppies and kittens till their heads pop off. Pu- oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I hang so, around? <laughs> How do you feel about the four finalists? Oh, you must oh. look at that RuPaul's Drag yes, Race. He is talking through John's down. watching this season. He threw it down. I got to say, I don't want to say. Say. Who are they? There's Mistress. Mistress. Sasha. Sasha, who should not only, uh, I think. I, I, I agree. I know what you're going to say. Not only should she, like, absolutely be, you could save it. Save us the time. Look, just give it to her right away. But, but. she should be, well, RuPaul eventually decides not to do RuPaul anymore. Like, as the RuPaul, that that Sasha is the next representative, the next physical... Of the of the of the whole thing, the host, you mean? Yeah, the the host, because he, there are people who host. First of all, there's an episode everywhere: Ep- uh, uh, Drag Race Canada, Drag Race England, okay. Drag Race South America, Drag Race Spain, Drag Race Philippines, Drag Race Holland, Drag. I, I, I want to see Drag Race North Korea. Hold your breath. There is there there is. Uh, in Asian Thailand, I think. I think it's Thailand. Do you ever ask Thailand? I don't watch the ones that aren't in English because I don't always give over my full visual attention. So, uh, but I do. I do have the, the um, closed captioning on. Anyway, what are we talking about? What's going on? What's we happening? like to watch. We like to watch. Oh, you know what I watched? I watched a couple. Uh, the, the first two of that thing about what's his name down there in Waco. Oh, Waco oh. American Apocalypse that, that I like talked it? about last week. It's, well, it's really well. well not to like. The mean, story is the story. Yeah. No. Um, there's a lot of, of really like like a lot of oh yeah well of course but yeah exactly what John this is on Netflix it's on Netflix, it's Netflix. Yes. I think it's Netflix so Showtime produced. has a, a documentary series they have a new one out now too yeah on Waco yeah they have a new series out on Waco also because I can tell you what I could look at David Koresh for any number of hours but the one on Netflix it's a three part documentary what's good about this is you're seeing footage that has not been seen yeah, before. 
before. And really and hearing a lot of with the reporters that who were on the grounds when all this well, that's, yeah. that's that's what they're hiding doing. behind a fucking bus. They took they took these images that have never been seen before and told the story of the people that were in them. You saw Timothy you them. saw Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Come down to the site. Yeah. Selling shit. During the siege, yeah. It was well done. It was very well done. You it's sword, yeah. a good documentary. It's well paced. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's not a story that I approach with any great interest, but I am enjoying very much this series. So as a series, it succeeds. Yeah, definitely. Timmy, what yeah. the fuck do I know? Good. Okay. Why did we start watching this? Well, for, well, we started watching last night. Beware you people out there who are afraid of critical race theory, because we're watching the 1619 Project on Hulu. It's based on the New York Times project, also called the 1619 Project. Yeah. And everyone, it's a documentary? You're gonna have it's to, a yeah. documentary. It's a documentary from six episodes. Series, yeah. What is the 1619? What's going on 1619 here? refers to when the first Africans were brought here as slaves to the Jamestown colony. In Virginia. In the year 1619. In the year yeah. 1619. Okay, so his arrival was the, the beginning of slavery they, in, in that, North America. What? The fact that slaves landed in America... First, before the Mayflower. Yeah, they were actually there before the Mayflower. Somebody needs to help everybody off the ship. No, they, they have, had to make sure nothing was going to hurt the light. Yeah. They exactly. have literally been here from the start. But it's ba- it basically the object of the series is to show how intertwined black history in America from its very beginnings of slaves up to now is intertwined in American history and in the institutions on which it is based. And, and like this first episode was about it was called democracy and it was about the voting the voting rights fights that went on from the early days during Reconstruction to what's going on now with the current voting restrictions that are being placed in various states. Really, really well done series. It's how it and equates to pay it's on Hulu, yeah. The, uh, the way it brings the past and connects it with the present, I think, is a really key to it. Really is. It looked good when I, I saw the previews. Of it. What was it called? Sixteen nineteen. Sixteen nineteen. I've seen it. I, I again. Good and I like the woman that is narrating. She wrote the book. Um, what's her name? I forget her name now. She grew up in the South. Her father was, you know, grew up in Jim Crow, but left home. He was very patriotic. He went into the army at a young age. So there was always a flag outside of their house and they never understood why their father was so patriotic. And this is what got her doing research. I gotta watch Smongols like that. We, all all the men in my family have been soldiers. And my brother was broke the line. But every holiday, federal holiday, we had a flag outside of Flying, mm-hmm. you know, usually the only one in the neighborhood. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. A lot of people ask you why. How could you? Why would you? Because I'm an American. Oh, because you're an American, right? But and I, I love my country. They, but they want you to see yourself as a certain thing, so as to uh, uh, prove their point. Yeah, as the black person in America, why would you fly the American flag? Why would you fly the Confederate flag? Why would you fly any of those? Because we believe in the hope of what it represents. Nicole Hannah Jones. I Nicole Hannah Jones. What was her name? Well, who was she? 1619. 1619. Oh, it was a woman? What else did y'all watch? I also watched the interview on 60 Minutes between oh, Leslie Stahl and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I 
want to smack Marjorie. Sorry. Yeah. I, I want to smack the, the actually interview. I wanted to smack the both of them. Did you watch the interview? Yes. yes. I didn't Did watch, watch it. I didn't watch it when it was broadcast. I watched it afterwards. You I'm didn't watch the interview. Um, no, I want I no. And I before it even aired, there was this whole boycott 60 minutes movement on Twitter and on social media. And I was like, 60 minutes has had interviews with terrorists, with dictators, with criminals and killers. Of all kinds. I don't see a problem with a news program shining the dirt that is, on the, the on the dirt that is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Is that you know? what the interview was saying? But they Well, I watched the interview and it really needed a stronger interviewer to say the least. It, the, the way the whole thing was presented, like it was like, oh, she's just another politician. And they show her working out. And they show her about the family business. and So a, a standard political feature. And she calls Democrats pedophiles during the interview. And Leslie Stiles' reaction, wow. That was the extent of her follow-up. Well, she's not, you know... It's like, it no questions happen. about January 6th. No questions about... Jewish space lasers? You don't call her out on her anti-Semitism? None of that. It was really a softball a interview. Yeah. It really it was. Sh- it should have said, sponsored by Marjorie Taylor Greene. It was, I was really, I was so disappointed by 60 Minutes doing this. But how does she, despite that, how does she present? Like, is she pretty? No, she looks the same as you see her on any other news broadcast. Is she well kept? Is she well made up? Did she do it up for the interview? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure she did a bit. I'm sure she had to. You know, she's on going to be on camera for all these interviews for this whole interview process. She put her she's teeth the blonde. In. She put her teeth in for this interview. But it was... So she didn't make any huge... You know, no. she didn't make any... Prove her crazy, necessarily. No, she, well, she at one point, she talked about how the country's based on the faith of the fa- of the founding fathers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. honey, you know shit about history. But she, if you knew about the faith of our founding fathers, they weren't the Christians that you think they were. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah, when I... She started talking about that. I thought, oh, Patrick should be looking. Oh, I, well, I, when I heard that, I was the first, I, my, that's when my head exploded. When I heard that, I was she like. She only knew about the orgies that Ben Franklin had. Yeah. So that was my take on the interview. It seems to me that shit like that is so easily disproven that. Not to I them. Not to the magazines who say it's all false news, fake news. But. And anything that supports, the, that does not support them. It's false. Exactly. And that goes for everybody. No. Uh, You you don't think that everybody sort of gravitates toward the opinion that appeals to them I want to hear the other opinion. And sometimes they've given me things to think about. I won't say somebody else's opinion is false. No. But I will tell them that the fact that they're spewing is false. Well, there's the, there's the old saying, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. You're not entitled to your own set of facts. Yeah. Also, yep. you're not entitled to inflict that opinion on anybody else. Also, you <laughs> should probably keep that opinion to your fucking self. Also, the rest of us aren't necessarily needing to live our lives by your opinion. Yes. Unless you're because mind. you have an opinion, you don't have to share. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's every thought. People don't have unexpressed... I don't know that that's not... Well, there are people who do not have unexpressed thoughts. Mm. And that... Sometimes I wonder if I'm not one of them. Uh-huh. Only on the pod. And then I realize... you're supposed to do. No. 
I'm not as bad as I think I am. What's next? Well, next, I watched, reluctantly, last Friday's episode of Real Time with Bill Maher. I did not watch this because I can't stand the man. I don't watch him regularly because I think he's become this grumpy old straight man who everyone, they treat him like he's some liberal. He's not a liberal. Far from it. And what particularly bugs me is is ignorance about transgender people. And he had he had on for guests this week, he had, I forget who the first one-on-one interview was with, but for his panel discussion, he had on the black Republican lieutenant governor of West Virginia, and he had on this gay conservative writer named James Kerchick. And I watched because I knew they were going to be discussing the shooting. I knew that the natural shooting. I knew that that was going to come up. And I knew the whole thing of transgenderism would then come up and stuff. And one of the things that really got me when Bill was he, Bill was talking about transgender people and he basically said something along the lines is, well, transgender people have achieved so much under Biden. What more do they want? And I heard that. And I was like, that's an argument I heard back in the 70s, not only on TV, but in my house, where people said, these blacks, they got their equal rights, what more do they want? And that's what I heard when Bill Maher said that, which really hurt the shit out of me. That's awful. It is awful. It's it's like... Who gives a fuck? Well, I posted about this on Twitter. And because I posted initially, I said, I posted about how he he discusses all these transgender issues, but he, has, he never has a transgender, transgender person, person on the show. Never. And so we don't watch him no more. And then I went on to talk about how the argument that he brought up and how this was used against black people. Well, someone decided to have an argument with me about it, saying that, oh, well... Someone you know? No. Someone who decided who saw my tweet and decided to chime in, saying, uh, well, no, black people's no fight for civil rights is more important than trans people's fight for rights. This was a white, this was a white people's issue. And one of the things he said was, you know, he goes, the only visible trans people you see are are white people. So, of course, I had to tweet back, oh, really? With pictures of Laverne. Um, Rodriguez from Pose, yeah. Dominique Jackson from Pose. I had a couple of people up there and I was like, really? And well, he's like, started the balls. I mean, the balls were started by and I, Queens. I, he said more and I was color. like, I go, I go, please stop embarrassing yourself with your, because you are touring a total ignorance about young people and trans people. I said, go get educated and stop reading news headlines. Did well, anybody chirp in and support you? What's that? Did anybody respond? No, everyone else stayed clear of the argument. Whoa. Yeah. Why don't Bill Maher pick it up? You might Who cares? Oh, yeah, please. I wouldn't. Uh, please. But, yeah, I was just. He doesn't know how to hashtag. Yeah. So that was it for my viewing for the week. Wow. Yeah, that was I'm enough. No, I, I I stopped. I stopped. I really used to watch him, but it used to be really funny. And then, that. like, I yeah, think because at one point you really, you were really a a Bill Maher fan when you he started going him. after every Muslim. That's, that's when, when it, started. it started. That's when it started with his whole anti-Muslim bit. Yeah, that was that was that that, that left a harsh scrape. You know, throats, I think a lot. And, and now during, it's then during COVID, he didn't care about anybody that was dying. He just cared about his fucking shed. Yeah, because he had all the bureaucracy he had to go through with this shed that he, he was putting have in his the yard, shed built in the backyard. All right. He must have spent eight weeks of shows on his shed. And who cares? Yeah, I know. So you stop watching. Yeah. 
All right, well, that's seven minutes. I'll never get back. <laughs> anyway, we now move on to our next segment. God, Karen, you are so stupid. We now move on to stupid people, including my husband. <laughs> and first person we're going to talk about is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She made it twice to our show. You should have an awards news. What Beca- happened on Tuesday? Well, yes, when Trump was Trump being indicted, she compared it to the arrest of Nelson Mandela. Oh, I didn't hear that. And the arrest of Jesus. Jesus was on the list. They were both arrested this time of year. Yeah, because it's being being that it's I, Holy Week it's that this occurred it. on, you know? It's, so, of course, that's been hitting social media like you wouldn't believe, yes. And this week, the three Abrahamic religions are, this, are all at the same time celebrating the highest, holiest day of their calendar. That doesn't happen a lot, I don't think. No. Well, Ramadan happened, goes on for a month. It happened a couple of years ago, too. Did it? Yeah, it must happen more often than that, I think. Wow. I mean, it's, you know, uh, so it's looking for the symbolism in that. Creating it quite She's fine. just a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> a very powerful congressman. Very powerful. Very powerful. I couldn't believe the committee she's on. I wonder yeah. how many dresses would come on it that she's got. I can't wait for Ooh, I, I can't wait for that. committee question and answer periods. I can't wait to see her serve on these committees. Oh, it'll be a screaming match and she'll be the only one screaming. But it's it it's every time she exposes herself as an idiot she gets she more. Gets more. Yeah. I don't I don't she understand. Gets yep. Who else you got on that list? I also have on Elon Musk. For changing the... No, no, not for changing the Twitter logo. I didn't care about that. Well, he's now charging now for his little blue chip or whatever. The blue check mark. And New York Times said, we ain't going to pay for that. So he he removed it immediately and then labeled the New York Times propaganda. Again... There's the First Amendment at work right there. He has the freedom to say whatever he wants, even if it makes him look like an asshole. But he rolled back the $8 a month charge. Oh, no. Well, oh, no. well, it's still in effect. It's still an offer. You can still do it. It's still there for you. But of the people who had already the... the, the it was a given. Exactly. Except that now it wasn't. Yeah. So oh, the problem is only a small percentage of those people who had it didn't come back and pay for it. So they lost. The, it's not performing the, the way they wanted it to. Nobody's responding to it. He thought he was going to get all these people that already had the check mark to pay for it now because they were hooked. They're so hooked. But the, the young ones are. But they don't. No news outlet is doing it. The, but t- the Times posted that they will not do it. So Elon had a hissy. And Put them as and, and tag them in propaganda. World exactly yeah. who he is. But that's not all he did. Again. Are you familiar with NPR, National Public Radio? I'm a fan. How would you how would you describe its political bent or bent? Kind of, kind of liberal. It's, it's liberal, kind of, but they do their best to try to be. I've um, heard. I mean, I, I've heard both sides. I listen to NPR all the time. Okay, and I hear both sides on there. But I it, do. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. I don't be more liberal. Well, he des- he decided to have it now labeled as state affiliated media, like the Russian news media. Wait, who wants to do that? Elon Musk? Elon Musk. He already did it. uh, Now, National Public Radio 
does get some funding through the federal government. Not I forget much, what it's called. I, the CPR, the corporate, so something. All, look at PBS. They but the most of its funding is like from donations, from participating stations. Mm-hmm. That's where most of its funding comes from. But he's decided now to label it state-affiliated media. Yeah, they get like 4% from the federal yeah. government. Yeah. It's a minute amount. I'm yeah. Enjoy. That's that's what I listen to in the car. Me too. It's always on. But yeah, it's a great yeah. station to listen to. Really and it's is. not the. Uh, I hear a lot of stories. Some I'm interested in. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I, some yeah. Because some of the stories that I didn't. Know, oh, I didn't know that was going on. I, you know that type of stuff. But when they get to the news, well, this is what I'm saying. I hear news that strikes me as more of a delivery of facts. I I'll be it charming or not, yeah. or with the whatever. Just say it. Yeah. Okay. This is what happened. Yeah. And then there are. This the is what we think about. They have yeah. their opinion pieces, but then when they do the news, they just... They the news is the news. Yeah, yeah. The exactly. opinion pieces exactly. are just that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. So, yeah. just a stupid move. those like. tend, to, tend to the left. Yeah. Those opinions. It's also run by Jews. What, what is um, a, a conspiracy of Jews? NPR, a conspiracy of Jews. I think it's... Uh, David Sedaris. Yes, I heard that. David Sedaris, that NPR is a, it was like a Christmas episode. Do you know who he is, David Sedaris? He's just right. He writes funny Comedy. <laughs> he writes. You're talking about the Jews running NPR, but you're not giving it context. He's he trying to give it context. I know, but it's taking a long time. I want people to still listen to the podcast. <laughs> All evidence to the contrary. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, you, you can no, I, I don't know where it was, and now I feel I have a right to be petulant. <laughs> Kel Supreme. So, continue, please. So we all go home and go on with our lives tomorrow morning. Well, to Elon Musk and to Marjorie Taylor Greene, we say... Stupid! You're so stupid! <laughs> Julie Andrews, take us away! Oh, this means the end is near. Leaves on roses, whiskers on kittens... Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages oh. tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Every fucking time. Yes, it's time for five faves. But this week, we being that we have so many guests here, we're only going to name one fave each. Oh, I love this idea. And being that it is National Walking Day, the category is name a favorite place that you like to take a walk. Long walk, short pier, I called it. I'm talking about a particular place. A particular long pier? Yes. Short pier? Um, A particular place where uh, I like to take I don't... Uh, What's this, the, the 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 park down? Uh, it's called mm, Southern's Pond Park. It comes out of whatever that big park is up there and goes down into Argyle. Be more vague. <laughs> I didn't know there was a park behind Argyle. Yeah. In what? Yeah. In what is this on Long Island? It's Babylon. In Babylon. Okay, it's in ba- the town of Babylon. Yeah, okay. It, it, it leads through the village of Babylon, but it's like a it's like a horse. People have horses that they. They give lessons. Okay. And, okay. And they use the bicyclists use it, and people walk their dogs use it. That's and not it, connected. It's a nice trail no, park, and it's a beautiful place to take a walk. Really, it shows off each time of year. Okay. Really well. There's a big ass pond in the middle of it, and the tree, pretty houses over there on the end of it, and, and a nice, nice, quiet, shush type walk. 
Very pretty. Every time of year. Cool. Nice. I recommend it. Southern's Pond Park over Southern's there in uh, Pond Babylon, Park. Long Island, New York. Five minutes from where you're sitting, right here, you're having an attitude with me. <laughs> I'm not giving you any attitude at all. Jeez Louise. Sheila, do you have a favorite place to take a walk? Well, I forgot that he just reminded me of another place that I like on Long Island, too. It's a park. It's in um, Stony Brook. And I just can't remember the name. Oh, no. The land was donated to the town of Stony Brook as a memorial to his son. Look up parks in Stony Brook. And <laughs> um, you can go there every season, and the landscape changes. Okay, all the sure. natural flowers. And stuff. It's a wonderful What thing. kind of environment? Because I was to, mine was like a, a really wooded... It's both. It was both. Your beach? beach it, no beach. No beach. No beach, right. But I was, I, before thinking about that one, Allegon, Avalon. Avalon. Avalon Nature Preserve. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, there's, I, and Long Island's full of shit like that. I like the High Line. I like the High Line. Love. I have not been to the High Line. Oh, my yet. God. I'm dying to go. I've been walking. Dying I, to go. I have walked it since it was, I when Bloomberg announced that he was going to do it. It got on my, my radar. And I have walked every section as it was open. Oh, wow. Yeah. We did that because I worked right there. Yeah. I worked right around the corner. It's overcrowded now because everybody knows about it, right? Yeah. We used to take lunch down there. And it was and so, it was it was, quite, it was like you were in you New can, York. You could, it's awesome. Yeah. Way back. It gives you the best view in New York. And yeah. you know that place. And way back with them, you could, look, you could watch the hotel and people, when it first opened, you know, the exhibitionists would... Fucking the windows of the hotels. Yeah, so yeah, lunch, yeah. But, in the, but in the beginning, the hotels weren't there. It was just growth, or there were old, like old apartment buildings and yeah. stuff like that. I love it. But as the the like the shed and this thing called the trestle, yeah. I couldn't figure out the trestle. Right, I'm going. I couldn't see where it was going to. It wasn't connected to anything. What was it? Right. The same thing with the shed. Beautiful structure. Right. Couldn't understand. The wheels and the <coughs> okay, okay. And then I heard everything on that walk is for art. It's a. Yeah. It's all about art. Oh, yeah. You know, the trussel is a is a piece of art. Right. Yeah. That it's you not, can't go right. up anymore because people jumping off of it and stuff. But um, the shadow. I can't wait to see something in that video. It, but I love love. The yeah, that's that's a good one. It's a nice one. Uh, you could do it in a day. Yeah, yeah. You, you could do it in an afternoon. You can enjoy it because I like to. You can walk it you like can, you're you, walking. Yes, uh, you the boardwalk at the beach. You can walk it, but, but you can know. Uh, but you, you want to? Yeah, you can't save it. Go downstairs, have a drink, have some lunch. You know that type of thing. So I do it in sections. Uh, yeah, you're romantical and wonderful. I, you know, I buzz through that fucking thing like I would walk through everything. <laughs> and stuff. it's cool as shit. No, no, but, yeah, it's cool. It's it is it is a great fucking walk. And it's a great time in the city. It's it's a it's a good time in the city. But did y'all hear about the new park that's coming to we had talked about this before. They're building a park that you sh- you would be able to walk or ride your bike from Montauk Point to the city. Yes. Yes. And the first section is going to be Rosenhauer. Eisenhower Park. Park and instead to Brentwood. It's the same premise as the High Line because it's following a railroad track. Okay. Nice. Walking path? Yep. Walking and bikes. Walking and bikes. So that's going to go right through Bombingdale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old tracks. It's some type of old track. The old tracks are down south of us. Okay. Yep. That's what it's coming. He's coming your way. It, it'll be in the first section. Keep it in mind. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a good view of the city. Sorry. Oh. John? What? What's your favorite place to take a walk? 
From the living room to the kitchen. To the <laughs> that was my answer. Uh, with the neuropathy in my feet, I don't do a lot of walking. But if I should choose to just go for a walk, I usually, the most walking I ever did was one week in July. Yeah. And anywhere walking on Fire Island is, is a happy place for me. Yeah, I can see that. So, yep. So that's pretty much it. That's cool. You came with me on one of the Avalon. Um, yes, I did. <laughs> that was before the neuropathy was really bad. I was huffing more than he. Yeah. And Stephen, do you have a favorite place to walk? See, I, see, we have a lot of new places that we like on Long Island, but my absolute favorite is down by my mother. There's any way you walk down by my mother. My mother's on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Even just walking the beach in the morning... Seeing the dolphins jump in, and beach walk is nothing beats a beach walk. I'm sorry, mountains. (laughs) I don't like (laughs) I don't like the mountains only because they're hilly and they get tired. Because they're mountains. They're mountains. (laughs) Right. The sand is a little different. You can get on the hard sand, and it's but there's nothing like the walk on on the beach and the the beach in North and the beach in North Carolina is just so so gorgeous. I have never. They call it the Hatar Heel State for a reason. You leave that beach and your feet are black. That's lovely. <laughs> Thank you for that warning. <laughs> well, they call it the Tar Heel State because there, there's something in the sands or whatever, and it's it sticks to your feet like tar. That's you why just we gotta... were raised not to walk barefoot a lot. So wait. So you got showers off each beach pier, and you just wash your feet off. I've never been to that part. That's the Geechee country. It's over there. It's the Outer Banks. It's it's the um. Yeah, yeah. I know what. I just never been. I just never been. Absolutely gorgeous, and I mean, my mother's selling her house now and moving back up. She is, you know, 80, what, 86 or 87? Yeah. She's a baby. We can hang. You know, but she wants to be by the family. Mm-hmm. So, but and we've been going down since I was like eight going down there. That's like... And you, Patrick, favorite place to walk? Well, I had two on my list because I couldn't really choose between the two. But I'd probably put one over the other. The second place one would be the Old Beth Page Village Restoration. Yeah, gotta go there. It's nice. It's fun. We'll it's you. great. It's basically it's a it's a replica of a 19th century farming village. Wow, I want to see. And it has all these original buildings from Long Island. From that period all, of time, all historical buildings, buildings they actually too. moved. What's that? They're not to, all just solely from Long Island. No, some are from off of Long Island. Yeah, as my well. mother helped open the place. She did all the original costuming. Mm-hmm. She hand stitched all the women's dresses and stuff. I mean, inside the homes themselves, it's great to walk through and see everything. It's some of them are so just you've gorgeous. Been to Port Jeff, because I haven't been to their village either. No, I haven't no, been there. Same, there. Same, same type of same premise. Yeah. But I just, I've been going there since I was a kid, you know? And it was a field trip. Go. Yeah. I saw a calf being born yes. when I was there. That park? There was a calf. Yes, oh, yeah. Park. Yes, they did. We had our wedding pictures taken there. Yes, yes, we did. It's like an attraction. It's not like is it a, open year-round? Open year, yeah, yeah. yeah. Open oh, it's around. great for the, the Christmas, Christmas walks. Yeah, they have the, 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 the candlelit evenings uh, oh, during Christmas in December. And they have, what they do during December is they, they'll have a flea market in the big barn where you can get, like, Christmas gifts and stuff. Really nice stuff, like handmade stuff. It's a farming... It's a, you should it's come a with us sometime. So during, like, during... You see them hammering and, and 
you know, uh, make your Yeah, they have people, the various craftsmen, they the, the occupations. They have, they have the an actual pattern. working farm on the grounds. It's called the Powell Farm. It's on the original property where this farm And they sell the so as the farming season progresses. Yeah. The, what what happens there changes. Changes. I get it. You know what I mean? They'll have, they'll and they have, have a farming school there, too. Ginger yeah. beer. Yeah. The root beer. That's where... Yeah. Uh, that's where like, yeah, ginger beer, yeah. First taste of ginger beer. Now it's it? more just like a bottle of root beer, but way back when it used ginger to be. Ginger beer. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like ginger beer. Ginger beer's good. It was good then. But that was my second choice. Okay. My first choice, Homestead State Park. It's located on Lloyd's Neck, up on the North Shore. It's above Huntington. Okay. It's, if you look at a map, it's this peninsula that goes sort of like off and above. It's, it's like a skin tan. Whale's Tail Bay or something? I, I something don't know. Like the neighborhood you're going to drive through, it's this ultra-rich, wealthy neighborhood. The homes are absolutely gorgeous. And then you're on this strip of land, this small strip of land that curves around to the main, I don't want to call it island, but at the end of it. And there's two places there. There's the Target Rock Preserve, and there's also Cormset State Park. It all used to be part of an estate there called Lloyd Manor. In fact, the original Lloyd Manor is still there. Uh, but it's basically, it's the grounds of this estate. It goes up to the shoreline. Do we it's... know who owned Lloyd Manor? No. Lloyd. <laughs> it was Lloyd's Neck, too. Yeah. Yes, it's on Lloyd's Neck. So I'm wondering whether or not, uh, how do we feel about Lloyd? Who's Lloyd? I'll find out more the next time from next episode, okay? <laughs> But it's just beautiful, it's calming, and being able to walk to the shoreline, it's just, yeah. You can see pictures of it on our Facebook page. Abigail, what's your favorite place to walk? She loves it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She enjoyed that walk. We took down to the beach on it. No, no, we took, no, no, that was, um, that was was Sagamore Hill. That was Teddy Roosevelt's place. Yeah, Sagamore Hill, because the whole area you can walk the dog down to. We filmed the thing out in Suffolk. What beach was that? Out in Suffolk where we shot your... uh, Oh, I don't remember the name of the beach now. Okay. Senior moment. I've been to Sagamore a couple of times. I took my mother there one time. I like Sagamore. That's a nice walk, too. It's beautiful. Yep. She loved it. Where, what's she that near? Sagamore Hill? Yeah. It's Roosevelt. Bay. It's, okay. Yeah, it's Roosevelt's. Just east of Huntington, I, I think. I don't know North Shore that much. It's There's a whole lot of little hidden. It is. Uh, yeah, I shot a commercial once. It was at the, if you get on 112 out east, mm-hmm. you go through Port Jeff and you stay on it. It changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it ends at a lighthouse. And the mansions that you saw, they were all overgrown because this is like abandoned. five years ago. It was people losing money. Yeah, they were right? abandoned. You know, but I'm going, where is Believe I? it or not, there's a lot of mansions and castles yeah. on Long Island dark that are abandoned. It's yeah. dark. There's no, there's no street lights. It's That's dark and the roads are curvy. It's tiny. And, and it's not narrow. many guardrails. And it's not paved very well. So that's it for five veins to this week. We now move on to our final segment of the evening. And the angels. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn. Yes, it's time for the grumpy old game and gripe of the week. So Tommy, what's your gripe this week? The narrow, unlit, zaggy ziggy roads of the North Shore of Long Island. (laughs) You just thought of that now, didn't you? Came to me. It was like a dream. Yeah. It's my strategy, and I'm sticking to it. So far, it works. Okay. We had a hit with sandals. 
Sheila, what's your gripe of the week? I am tired, and it's it's the the drivers that <laughs> the post COVID drivers. I was going uh, to an accident. That seems to be like so a. So it just almost took me out <clears throat> Monday morning. You know, just pulling right right, and I'm yeah. going 55 miles an hour in your car. In my car, I have you know. But it's, I, I'm seeing it over and over and over again, you know, and, you know, I, I, I don't understand it. Stupid drivers. <laughs> huh? Stupid, Stupid drivers. Stupid drivers. Well, Stupid. some of them are because during works. COVID, the, the, the young kids didn't have to go to drive a Z. They would, there's, they only had to do certain things and they got their license. Well, they didn't even have to fucking take these the tests. Kids, these are not kids that are taking no. me out at 6.30, no, yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning. You yeah. know, uh, no signals, you know, driving. The speed limit is 55. Okay, I'm going 70. And they're still passing me, yeah, leaving yeah, yeah. me in the dust. You know, the, yep. and I they, don't mind him. And the road wages, you know, it's like every day there was something that happened on the... Shut up. On the expressway, That's my husband. Like this last week, this man got mad at this 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 man with his son. Something happened to his car. He's in the HOV lane. He stopped, and this man gets out and starts banging on the car, and and he was so afraid he called the guy drove off and called the police. You know, it's just stupid stuff like that. I know. I never get out of my car. You are you are exactly what you just described. I am. I could absolutely I don't get out see of the you car. doing that. I don't get out of the car. But no, I mean, rage is inside the if car. We're in, if we're and in traffic, I have to sit there and hear it. No, if, it's if in, we're in traffic and you you think you're going to take the left lane all the way to the entrance of the, the exit. And then cut over and cut everybody else off. No, I'm kissing that. No, I have been with people who have road rage. You are severe. One time, when we first started, when we first started dating, there was a time I told him to pull over so I could get out of the car. Yeah, I don't like being in the car with him. You are pretty aggressive, Steve. And one of the I worst would be like it'd be it'd be opening the night of the show, and of course he's driving me to the show, and then it gets me all tense because of his road rage. <laughs> It's tradition. If I don't, I do don't that, need that on opening night. You fuck up on stage if you're not tense. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> we'll meet you there. Yeah. You go early, open the theater. We'll meet you there. Man, early. I'll leave ten minutes after you. We'll get there fifteen minutes before you. <laughs> John, what's your gripe of the week? I have no gripes. No gripes at no all? No gripes, no gripes. Oh, how disappointing. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> I have no... Sleep really? Not even... <laughs> no. I mean, when you started with the drivers, I'm going, well, that's... You Can't know, do that one, huh? Uh, the, that is a common complaint yeah. on this show. I mean, a common gripe. Yeah. Just coming here tonight. General? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just coming here tonight from East Northport. I came down. And you're driving on the LIE at 8 o'clock, 8.15 in the evening, and you got to have your high beams on? I don't get that either. The the, the new way they like the, the, the blue lights that come uh, through. The, the house. No, the, that, whatever they are, the headlights that... I can't, now but I it's can't not make it. They have their high beams on. Yeah, yeah. yeah these people have their high beams. I don't get that either. And they're going slow. Oh, but it's misty out, so I put my high beams because I don't know what a fucking right. fog light is. Right. Or that drivers add one-on-one, you don't put your high beams yeah. on in, a, in the fog. In the fog. You know? well, that, you know, everyone's complaint is driving yeah. the drivers. Because it's but. dangerous and it's your life. I, I pray every morning. I pray every morning when I get on that highway. Mm-hmm. You know, just to go... Uh, she prays that I'm not on the highway. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm not on the highway. I'd get, I'd get behind Sheila and be like, 
What's it? Do it. Truly hard. Get out of the way. Hey, if you're only going seventy-five, go in the middle lane. That <laughs> is unnecessary. But it's it it's ineffective. Right. It and it's loud and it's aggressive. Yeah. It makes me feel. Yeah. Bad. It's discomforting. Don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Steven, what's your gripe of the week? My gripe of the week is when you have a service contract with people <laughs> and they come and do a, a tune-up on your oil burner. This was my gripe last week. That they should be checking <laughs> so the <laughs> to make sure that there's no blockage in there so that your clients don't get waken up 6.30 the next morning by the gas company saying... That there's people complaining about gas and it's your house. And I don't have gas coming into my house. It was my oil burner and my freaking chimney was blowing smoke. Thank God the puff back went up the chimney and not back into my house. Because nobody wants a puff back in their house. Well, a puff back is when the the soot and everything comes into the house. Never mind. I know what you were saying. Uh, It's a bad thing. But... Thank God the carbon monoxide didn't get upstairs, upstairs yet. It was creeping up for you, though. And then they what came happened? and fixed it that day. And the next day, Patrick's on the toilet. I'm working. I'm and on a quad. So it blows the I'm on a call. And all of a sudden, it felt like a truck hit the house. Just a, like a bam, shaking shit. I'm, I ran into Patrick. I thought maybe he'd blow up the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of story would that be? I go downstairs. I mean, to be fair, this is the third time I'm sitting through this yeah. story. So, uh, but Patrick shitting in a toilet and causing an explosion, <laughs> I could probably listen to a couple of times. <laughs> that just sounds like a great story. No, I've actually had that happen, and that's not fun. Somebody should write that. But then I go downstairs, and there's white smoke coming out the... It's a new pulp! And the, it's, the guy and it's didn't Easter. change. He took the, the flu flap with the same corroded screws on it, and it blew out. Gosh. Totally blew it off. And there's a lot of blowing going on. And it, it the, the, the new pump that they just replaced... He had to replace again because the guy connected and gave it too much power. You're just go- I'm just thankful that you guys are okay. This, this- are you though? Well, I just am. wait because I'm giving them this week to call me back because I told them I expect something off my bill. I pay almost $400 a year for the contract for the upkeep on the burner. And, and that includes the chimney? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got the, the contract for the oil deliveries with them. So have they on Now, because of all of this, the original... Fuck up caused my burner to continually go and wasted almost a quarter of a tank of oil. I just got an oil delivery a month and a half ago. I shouldn't be through a, a quarter of a tank of oil, not with the mild winter we've been having. Yeah, it's been forty. And it was over a thousand dollars for that delivery. Oh my gosh! Motherfuckers need to give me money back. So you feel taken? They got until the end of this week before I call them again. Well, put them on warning. And I won't be so nice this time. You're the Karen that I've been missing. I need to go somewhere public with you. I want to spot a Karen in the wild. I'm not a Karen. Yeah, you're a Karen. I worked worked retail. I worked retail for too long. I am. I can be a Karen to service on service calls. If you're if you're trying to give me the runaround, you're wasting our time. I worked those jobs. I know what it's. I know what they tell you to do. Capital K. Put. 
Give them the runaround until they give up and hang up. No, you're not going to do that shit. Pick up a cue, bitch. Motherfucker. My gripe? Oh, God, we're still there? Yes. I know. No, you guys have been going on about your gripes. Jesus, hurry up. I got to get in the morning. Why is short and sweet? You got a lot to edit tomorrow. My gripe is pizza. I've had it for three days now. I'm tired of eating pizza. I need to eat something else. No, we're not. All the pizza that we have here tonight, we're sending home with our guests. Tired of pizza. Having it for lunch tomorrow. That's my gripe. All right, give me the houses. All right, we now come to the conclusion of this week's episode. We want to remind you that we will not be back for the next two weeks because I'm busy involved in a show. It's going to be Tech Week next week, and then we have another show on Thursday night, which will be a problem with me for editing. So I said, ah, we're taking two weeks off. So we'll be recording again on April 26th, and then releasing again on April 28th. But in the meantime, I'm going to see if I can find some outtakes and release them as an episode. This could be cool. And hell, this episode I might even split in half, because we've had quite a lot of discussions, good, a lot of good discussions here tonight. So I want to thank my husband and producer Stephen for all his assistance and putting this together. Fuck off. Even though he still needs to work on doing those cues. That was a crash and burn. Oh, he was worse than oh, me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't you think that was possible. That, that was, no, that, that was the same energy as the, the uh, aggressive driving. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. Same energy, right? right? Just, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll That's okay. Keep going. We want to thank Please. our guests, John Steele and Sheila Barksdale, for I, being here tonight. I can't believe yeah. you're still here. Yep. Yeah, we I also want to thank our guest, run. Scott Postel, for being here earlier this evening. That was fun to see Scott. Yes, it was, most definitely. And we want to remind everyone to come see us all in our production at South Shore Theater Experience on Wellwood Avenue in the town of Lindenhurst in Martin McDonough's play. The be a be handing in Spokane. Oh, they said it is a group on a comedy. Yes, a comedy running on April fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, and then April twentieth, twenty one, and twenty two. Yeah, and I think that's it. That's it for the show. Yeah, yeah, we're done. So do your happy so happy Passover. Oh yes, and happy, yes, Easter. happy Easter, happy yeah. Passover to everyone, and have a good night, have a good week, have a good life. And we'll see you next time. Bye, bitches.